Welcome to Gamers at Their Worst. This is our first official episode. I'm Aiden. And I'm Nathan. We are half of the team for this podcast. We will be your hosts covering both up-and-coming games and patch notes on major games. Here are our takes on the best new games that have come out this season. Alright, so the first game we're going to be talking about is Modern Warfare, the remake by Activision. Uh, It's a returning franchise of the Call of Duty games that come out yearly. And this one I think is pretty well done. Have you played it yourself? No, I haven't. I stopped playing Call of Duty back in Black Ops. Yeah, I think Black Ops was probably one of the last of the good generation, honestly. Uh, the new Call of Duty just seem to be getting worse and worse. Um, I have heard good things about this one story, and personally, I, I don't have it myself, but I played a little bit of it, and I, I did enjoy it compared to, like, Infinity War and stuff. These other Call of Duties are just plagued with futuristic technology. Yeah, I can get behind that. I'm a Battlefield fan myself, so I feel like this is definitely going back to Call of Duty's roots, which is where the game was at its peak. Yeah, when I played online for, because my buddy, my, actually my roommate has the game, when I played online, it actually kind of seems like they're going for a more Battlefield approach with the game. They have like vehicles and stuff in it now, which I, I thought that was kind of cool. That's the first time they've ever done that in a Call of Duty game. Yeah. They'll definitely be a good contender then for Battlefield as well. So moving on, what's the next game we're talking about? Uh, the next game we're going to cover is one I think a lot of people hold a little bit closer to their heart. I know I do. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is the newest release for the Nintendo Switch exclusive, is said to be the Pokemon game to beat all Pokemon games. And I'm not sure I can exactly vouch for that because uh, unlike previous Pokemon games, they actually cut out over 50% of the Pokemon that are within the game. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it, it, you kind of don't really notice it as you play just because of how many Pokemon are inside the game now. I think there's like, even though they cut out like 53%, there's still at least like 480 Pokemon within the game. 435. Sorry, I don't know where I got 480 from that you can get. I'm, I'm only at 126, and I, I've been playing pretty extensively, so it gives you enough to keep you going. Well, I mean, they did the same thing, basically, with uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, brought it back to the basics with that one. Yeah, that, yeah, that game was... Uh, how do I put it? It was a little different uh, compared to a regular Pokemon. It was a little easier. I think it was more for like a younger audience. Um, Sword and Shield, though, is it's pretty like um, every other Pokemon game in terms of how you catch Pokemon in combat. It's really it, the graphics are pretty much really incredible. It's if you if you always imagined what it would look like in real life, I think Sword and Shield is the closest thing to today what you'll ever get to to real life Pokemon. And um, just uh, wrap it all together with this game. Uh, if you're on the fence about getting it, I would personally because of all the stuff that's going on about it, like the Pokédex isn't complete and all that, it's a, it's a cop-out. Uh, I would definitely just give it a shot. I think Game Freak did a real good job with this game, and yeah, that's that's all we got about Short Shield for now. I'll definitely have to play it then. Yeah, yeah, for, for real, it's a good game. I mean, who doesn't want to play Pokemon, Pokemon on 16-inch yeah. TV? Exactly. Instead of a little handheld device, it's incredible. Okay. 
Okay, for the next part of this episode, it'll just be patch notes. First, I want to talk about CSGO. For the first time in two years, the operations have come back with starting off with Shattered Web. Basically, the battle pass with a new name and adding new agents on a playable for every map. Not just limited to a single map. It'll add new weapon collections and add like a Shattered Web case new knives, the Norse collection, which is created by Honey Badge, the St. Mare collection, created by Chemical Ally, Alil, the Canals collection, which is created by Tio, and new maps called Lunacy, Jungle, and Studio. That's as far as I could get with all the patch notes for CSGO, but hopefully you guys can find out more as more details come out or as even the update comes out. So the next game I want to talk about Rainbow Six Siege. Now, this is my game. I love Siege. I'm all for it all the time. They've had, so far, three seasons. This will be the fourth season that's coming out, and it's called Shifting Tides. This will bring two new operators, Khalil and Wamai, along with the new map rework of Theme Park. Now, the new operator, Kali, is equipped with a custom CSEX 300, which is a sniper rifle bolt action with an underbarrel attachment called the LV Explosive Lance. This is her ability, and it basically shoots kind of like Ash's ability. It'll enter a even reinforced wall and blow up gadgets on the other side. Now this won't bust a hole in the wall and like maybe a really small bullet hole but it'll destroy like banded gadgets, Jaeger devices, everything that would be a nuisance for a thermite or thatcher. On top of that, she'll be equipped with the sidearms of the P2 sorry, the P226 MK25 with the C75 auto. She'll also be equipped with breach charges and claymores. Now Wamai, Wamai will be equipped with the AUG. And the only operator who has that is IQ. Ironically, now they're moving into a defensive weapon. You'll either have that or the MP5K, which I would probably use that more. You also have secondaries of the P12 and the D40, and equipped with barbed wire and its or deployable shield. Now his gadget, on the other hand, is called the Magnet, spelled M-A-G-N-E-T in all caps, system. And that basically will kind of come along like Leishan's ability. It'll charge up over time throughout the match. You can throw them on a wall, and if you, you place them strategically, it's just going to pull any frag grenade, flashbang, smoke grenade, Thatcher device, all the cool stuff, even Ash's ability will be pulled towards the magnet. And It'll change the detonation time and from where it is detonating, which will be on the device, both blowing up the device and anything near it. So if placed properly, you can kill a buck with his own frag grenade that he throws, because he doesn't know it gets pulled right back to him. Which, personally, I think this ability will be really cool, seeing how people use it, and I definitely think he's probably going to end up getting a 100% pick right now over Jaeger in ranked. 
Another amazing new thing that's coming is limb penetration. A lot of people I think are skeptical about it, but being that there's three different types, which are none, simple, and full. None is basically for shotguns and sidearm SMGs. So kind of like all the SAS operators, the SMG-11. Now what that's going to do is the bullets are just going to hit the person and it's done. That's not going to go through. Now simple will be for primary SMGs and assault rifles and basically all primaries. And if say you flash somebody and their hand goes up in front of their face, if you shoot their head and it, the bullet will actually go through their hand and into their head now instead of just stopping in the hand, which I've had problems with this as well. Now then there's the full. The full is for penetration-based weapons like the sniper rifles, the DMRs, even the Boss G, and uh, any, any slug round shotguns. This will go through arms, legs, heads, everything, but the receiving end will be decreased, will take an operator behind that person will take a decreased amount of damage by a certain percent. Personally, I think this limb penetration is going to be amazing. It'll change the whole gameplay now. You'll be shooting somebody, someone else comes up behind them and uses the dead body as protection. Well, no more. The dead body is no longer a bullet shield. Another new thing that they're adding is a repel exit. So this time, instead of going to the ground, you just hop off. You actually have to press the button again to hop off of your repel. Personally, I think this will be pretty cool, but also annoying until we get used to it. Because if you want to just keep peeking at that window, and then suddenly you just move up just a little too much, and all of a sudden you're pulling up onto the roof. Well, you lost your strategic advantage. I think it'll be pretty cool having this in a game. Like I said, it's going to be annoying getting used to, but once we're all used to it, it'll be like how they changed the settings on us before. All right, folks, that concludes our first episode of Gamers at Their Worst. We hope you enjoyed tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you next time.